this be one of the best moments of your life. You're listening to the Business Mirror Podcast for a broader look on business with Senior Editor Dennis Estopase. Good day. Welcome to the Business Mirror BM Broader Look Podcast. Today we podcast the Broader Look story titled Create Law Cultivates Confidence Confusion Booster Shot Required. The story was written by Business Mirror reporters Jovi Marie de la Cruz, Lenny Lectura, and Bernadette Nicolas. It was published on August 5, 2021. For the text version online, please go to the Business Mirror website and search for Broader Look. For the print edition, please read the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. Congressman Joey Sarst. Congressman Joey Salceda of Albay took off his sports jacket and ran a hand on his blue tie during an online discussion on a law that he touts as the most readily available tool for economic recovery. Salceda appeared exasperated, especially with the Bureau of Internal Revenue, in that online forum days after President Duterte signed Republic Act 11534 on March 26. Four months later, the House Committee on Ways and Means Chairman remains bullish that the law, also called as the Corporate Recovery and Tax Incentives for Enterprises, or CREATE, that he helped create is one of the country's tools to climb out of economic rut. Congressman Salceda said that the CREATE law is the best tool to prevent anemic, post- and anemic post-pandemic growth. Hence, the congressman said the country needs to maximize the benefits of the law by fully carrying it out early and selling it to the world aggressively. Congressman Salceda's exasperation is no longer visible as he noted there are already signs that Republic Act 11534 has opened the doors to greater investments coming from outside the country's borders. Congressman Salceda's view of the CREATE law as a principal agent of economic recovery relies on the move of the Board of Investments, or BOI, in its timely, in its timely release of the Strategic Investment Priorities Plan, or SIP, which will be the Philippines' Bible for industrial planning over the next few years. Congressman Salceda said the urgent release of the SIP is also crucial because investors need something to refer to as they decide whether prospective internal rates of return justify investing in the Philippines. The lawmaker said that the SIP tiering, in particular, decides how much incentives they get. So he hopes the board, so he hopes the board of investment can release this soon, even a partial no-brainer SIP, while the Philippines tackles the nuances of the other more while the Philippines tackles the nuances of the other more complicated sectors. According to Congressman Salceda, the Business Process Outsourcing Industry, or the BPO, or at least certain segments of it, will qualify for the highest incentives under the CREATE law once the SIP is released. The Congressman noted that before the CREATE law was enacted, 
office space demand in the BPO sector in the first quarter of the year was just 35,000 square meters. Now it is up to 92,000 square meters, higher than it has been in 2020, even before the lockdown measures. That is also an eye-popping 162% growth in the industry's office space needs, Salceda cited. Of course, more office space needed also means more direct jobs, the congressman noted. It also means more indirect jobs through janitorial services, property sector jobs, transport, service provider jobs, among others, Congressman Salceda said. The lawmaker points out that the Crate Law is the largest tax stimulus for businesses in the country's history. The Create Law, to note, reduces the corporate income tax to 25% for large corporations and 20% for small and medium-scale corporations. The size of it, especially in the medium term, is hard to overstate, according to Congressman Salceda. The lawmaker explained that in net present value terms, the Create Law grants businesses 7.2 trillion pesos in financial resources to fund their expansion and job creation. No fiscal reform package has come close to freeing up that much resources for business expansion, Congressman Salceda noted. The lawmaker also pointed out that the tax incentives regime under the Create Law is generous and partial to countryside development, increases value-added activities, and boosts research and development. Congressman Salceda noted that the law's generosity is because everyone gets four years to seven years of income tax holiday as part of the basic package, the longest being for those who locate to the countryside and those higher up the industry tiers. Congressman Salceda explained that an exporter gets 10 years more of a 5% tax on gross income or enhanced deductions. The lawmaker said a business relocating from Metro Manila receives three more years of income tax holiday. A business operating in an area recovering from calamity gets two more years of income tax holiday, the congressman explained. Congressman Salceda added that the countryside development aspect, which is giving the higher incentives for moving away from the highly urbanized centers, is crucial. The demand for real estate on the first half of 2021 is already 75% of demand from 2020, the lawmaker said. So, he said, to expect the price of maintaining office space in Mega Manila will be up this year and in succeeding years. The tax differential combined with the cost differential of moving to less costly provinces will really make a difference, Congressman Salceda said. Congress is still studying corrective legislation for the Create Law. Nonetheless, Congressman Salceda assures that the finance. Nonetheless, Congressman Salceda assures that the Department of Finance or DOF will implement the provision of the Create Law, which allows exporters to enjoy zero VAT rating on local purchases of goods and services directly and exclusively used in its registered project or activity. This after the DOF and the Bureau of Internal Revenue agreed to suspend the implementation of Revenue Regulation 9-2021, 
which impose a 12% value-added tax or VAT on certain exporter transactions that were previously taxed at 0%. Revenue Regulation 9-2 Revenue Regulation 9-2021 was issued pursuant to the provisions of Republic Act 10963 or the Tax Reform and Acceleration and Inclusion Act or TRAIN. To note, Section 5 of Rule 18 of the recently signed Implementing Rules and Regulations for Fiscal Incentives under the CREATE law provides that VAT zero rating on local purchases of registered business enterprises may still apply. There is a catch, however. Such locally purchased goods and services are directly and exclusively used in the registered project or activity of the registered business enterprise during the period of registration of the registered project and or activity. The Philippine Economic Zone Authority has earlier said that charging additional VAT is an added burden to registered business enterprises and will be an unnecessary expense that will make the Philippines unattractive to foreign investors. In an online forum organized by the Tax Management Association of the Philippines, Finance Undersecretary Antoinette Chonko said the new regulation will now follow the CREATE law to pave the way for exporters to continuously enjoy 0% VAT on their local purchases of goods and services. According to Congressman Salceda, the CREATE law hopes to ease the operations of exporters, enhance the country's competitiveness, and encourage sourcing of materials from local suppliers. That is the spirit of the legislation. That is the spirit of the legislation, Congressman Salceda said. That is why the law insists on the zero rating for local inputs on top of enhanced deductions for them, the Congressman said. During the forum, a PESA official expressed concerns. During a forum, a PESA official expressed concern that the credit law breaks down economic zone walls as it gives the same incentives to all export enterprises, whether they locate inside or outside the economic zone. PESA Deputy Director General for Operations Mary Harriet Abordo said, as she understands it, export enterprises under the CREATE law, even if they are not inside PESA economic zones, will get exactly the same incentives. So, in effect, according to Abordo, there is no difference between locating in a PESA zone that is in a separate customs territory and outside the PESA zone because they will be subject to the same restrictions under the exemption and VAT zero rating for exports. Whilst, while Chonko noted such concern is under the purview of the BOI, she admitted there's still going to be some differences for those inside and those outside the economic zone. The finance official said they voiced out their The finance official said they voiced out their apprehension to the uniformity of incentives for all export enterprises regardless of their location, but this did not resonate with legislators during the crafting of the create law. Chonko said she kept telling legislators they don't want the whole country to be an economic zone.
during the online forum organized by the Tax Management Association of the Philippines, Finance Assistant Secretary Juvi Danofrata explained that the incentives became uniform for all export enterprises because some legislators do not want the exporters located outside the zone to be disadvantaged. Legislators Finance Assistant Secretary Danofrata said, Legislators at that point are trying to make a distinction but again not to disadvantage those exporters outside the zone because in effect the same benefits are also being generated for these exporters even though they are outside the zone. Abordo pointed out it is more expensive for export enterprises to locate inside a PESA economic zone, especially for those in the manufacturing sector. Abordo said if there is no distinction and there is no such strict implementation or the movement of goods of every export enterprise outside the customs territory, an exporter can get cheaper land in a non-PESA economic zone area. But Chonko said it would be better to see first how things will work out as the Board of Investment has yet to approve a project from export enterprises under the CREATE law. Apart from the uniformity of incentives, PESA Deputy Director General for Operations Abordo said they also fear that the CREATE law may stymie PESA's efforts to develop economic zones unless it is considered part of the SIP. Abordo added that the oversight function of the Fiscal Incentives Review Board over investments promotion agencies over investment promotions agencies like the Philippine Economic Zone Authority hampers them from making quick decisions on the grant of incentives, noting they are the Fiscal Incentives Review Board is tasked to review and approve fiscal incentives for projects with a total investment capital of more than 1 billion pesos, while those amounting to 1 billion pesos and below are delegated to IPAs. Touted by the Department of Finance as the largest fiscal stimulus to firms in recent history, the CREATE law is expected to provide 1 trillion pesos in tax relief to businesses in 10 years. The CREATE law also cuts the regular corporate income tax rate by 10 percentage points from 30% to 20% for domestic corporations with a taxable income of 5 million pesos and below and with total assets of not more than 100 million pesos. Domestic corporations that earn a taxable income above 5 million pesos benefit from an immediate reduction of the corporate income tax rate from 30% to 25%. Foreign corporations currently paying the regular rate will also enjoy a reduced 25% corporate income tax rate. Following the issuance of the credit law in June, the Department of Finance Office of the Spokesperson told the Business Mirror last July 16 that the Department of Finance is hoping to come up with an effective, efficient, and fiscally responsible incentive system that will set the standard in the region. Moving forward, the according to the DOF, moving forward, the issuance of the SIP and the promotion of the incentives package by the Investment Promotion Agencies or IPAs will be critical to maximizing the benefits of the reform. According to the Finance Department, the Fiscal Incentive Review Board is also working to adopt and implement an end-to-end 
an end-to-end fiscal incentives registration and monitoring system. DOF said it would link all IPAs and provide a more convenient platform to applying and current investors. To offset the expected revenue losses under the CREATE law, as well as the decline in revenues amid the pandemic, the Finance finance Department, the Department of Finance is pushing for the passage of several bills, including the bill establishing a tax regime for Philippine Offshore Gaming Operations, or POGOs. Among the provisions being supported by the Finance Department, Among the provisions being supported by the Finance Department on the measure include the consideration of offshore gaming licensees as entities engaged in doing business in the Philippines. The Department of Finance also expects that the pro- The Department of Finance also expects that the pro- The Department of Finance also expects that the proposed 25% final withholding tax on the presumed minimum gross income of 600,000 on the presumed minimum gross income of 600,000 pesos of alien individual employees of offshore gaming licenses will generate some 24.8 billion pesos in incremental revenues in the year 2022 meanwhile another 2020 meanwhile another 2020 Meanwhile, another 22.8 billion pesos is expected from a 5% gaming tax on gross revenues or receipts derived from gaming operations in lieu of all taxes, including franchise taxes, levies, fees, or assessment of any kind. The Department of Finance also backs taxing offsite and online betting on cockfight. The Department of Finance also backs taxing offsite and online betting on cockfighting or e-sabong and the efforts of Congress to close the loopholes on the imposition of taxes on digital transactions such as income tax and the value-added tax. The Finance Department added it is also studying ways to enforce tax obligations of non-resident corporations and individuals who conduct remote business transactions in the country notably the value-added tax on electronic or digital transactions. The Finance Department said it is working with international institutions such as the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development or OECD and learning from other tax jurisdictions to improve the taxation of the digital economy. Thank you for listening to the Business Mirror Podcast for a broader look on business. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Business Mirror. Until next time.